All right, we in here, we in here. We in here, we in here. Stage, live on stage. Wanna get the vibes going, get the vibes going. Let's do it, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. This, uh, this that incense music right here. You know what I'm saying? It's where you get your tea. Hopefully you're cracking open a window. You know what I mean? Letting some of the sunlight in. We in here. Let's do it. Me and Tim looking like a Jamaican bobsled team right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> cool runnings. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. It is a gorgeous day here in the city of Columbus, Ohio, in the capital city. We appreciate you for tapping in. Adrian is in here. We in the building. Today is Good Friday. Today is Good Friday. If you have been blessed to wake up, then that should be enough for you. If you have been blessed to have breath in your lungs, the functionality of your fingers and toes, and all five of your senses, then all praise due to the most high. We're gonna bring the third, the third person in. Wiley is in the building. Again, Tim has given all of us the liberty to say, let's let's get here before we go live, you know, because when we when we do certain things before we go live, we don't we don't want any of that before we go live. So I appreciate the time they have allowed me to go ahead and get my myself together and, and come back to the center. And this is what we're gonna be talking about today. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give that away. Uh Tim is in the building. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm blessed. <laughs> I'm doing good, man. Shout out to y'all. Like, I know we say this every time. Me and the Lions pushing two years in this thing. It's crazy. Yeah. Like that. Do you so, see the numbers growing, man? Do you see the numbers? Yeah. yeah. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. Keep that in mind. Absolutely. Give yourself the glory. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> Thank you for the interaction, too. You know, because uh, you guys are interacting more, which means that you're listening. And before we get started, Tim, explain what shadow work is, because you've been saying shadow work for the past two or three months, and then Wally has been putting that into her, you know, repertoire as well. So for the people who constantly hear the word shadow work, what is that actually? So for me, shadow work is digging deep down to find the root of what the issue is. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I think a lot of times when we're healing, we go after, we, we see the concept as a dead tree and we're trying to pick off all the leaves, but it ain't going to change the state of the tree. And the shadow work is going after the root. You got to pull up the, the root of what's going on and that's going to explain everything else. And a lot of times, let's say we didn't get enough attention as a kid and it shows when we get older, we, we have detachment issues. We constantly seeking validation. You know what I mean? So the shadow work will be figuring out, like, what, why do I do that? Sure. So when you do that work and you're healing, you'll look back like, okay, I, I wasn't paid attention to all the time as a kid. Sometimes I run excited. There's nobody to show. You know, so we always get back to the root. And it's not to condemn someone. Mm -hmm. 
is to understand ourselves better and understand why we're having this undesirable behavior. You know Absolutely. what I mean? So shadow work is all about accountability. It's trying to figure out how you play a part in what's going on versus how you can blame other people for what they did to you. Okay. Okay. That's, that's awesome because I've been seeing certain things, uh, even the Kevin Hart, where he was saying that unforgiveness will keep you stuck. I mean, yeah. and, and, and you'll stay at that level until you can start to really look inward and look at yourself before you can actually move forward. So I, I really Absolutely. like that. Yeah. And, it's, and it's more so a literal term. It's literally you're going after the things that you hide in the dark, the things that you keep away from yourself, keep yourself privy from, the things you distract yourself from. You know what I mean? Because that's your healing journey. A lot of people don't understand, like, darkness is not a real concept. There's only only thing that exists is light. Mm -hmm. Darkness is the absence of light. So it just means there is no light present. That's what it is. So in the darkness, there's nothing to fear. There's no boogeyman. There's no monsters. There's only parts of yourself that you haven't discovered yet. The exactly. part that you're too afraid to look into. Exactly. Wow. So that's the point of shadow work for me. I was going to say, yeah, that's what I kind of tap it into. When I first started using the terminology, it made me understand that my shadow has always been there with me. Yeah. Like yeah. whether, like you said, whether the light was absent, my shadow was still present, like a, a hue of a representation of my body, of where I walk, where I go, the things I've seen, the things I've done has always been there from the time I came Earthside. And so for me, it was tapping into even my parents, how mm. they shadow, how the people who have been in my life had shadowed over me or have been over me, or I shadowed them, per se. You know, when you go to shadow someone, you're kind of learning, um, shadowing today, like he's oh, here. Sure. We're all learning from one another. Sure. You know, if I come and shadow you on the job, I'm learning, I'm gonna do everything you do. I'm gonna hit the switches you hit, and I'm gonna, yeah. and until somebody show me di different or learn different, Sure. you know, I'm applying your work to mine. Your sh that's a part of my shadow work, mm -hmm. um, in terms of watching someone else and mimicking after someone else. You know, and that's funny because the one thing about shadow work is that I was forced to do shadow work, not by myself. And, uh, and, and so as I was explaining those two years that I so-called remained in solitude, yeah. I was really doing none of the work. I was just, you know, in a shell hiding and, and not really dealing with things. I mean, I had peace. What I thought was peace was like, yeah. I wasn't dealing with people. I was going to work, but I actually wasn't doing any of the work inside of me because the reason why I knew I didn't do any, any of the work is when I got into the relationship mm -hmm. and all this stuff started coming back out. And I'm like, yo, I really want this to stop within me. Right. Not even trying to find fault in the other person, but, you know, operating from a place of trauma, I was still trying to find fault in that person, but I said, okay, let me take a step back and do some work. So the hardest thing was when you do shadow work in front of somebody, it's actually like, it feels like you're undressing yeah. in front of that person. It feels like you're getting, and, and that's a whole nother level of vulnerability Yeah, because you want to keep this person around. You don't want to say, okay, I need you to go away while I work on myself. Cause you're already in it. Right. Yeah. So, but just to actually say like, okay, now that we're in it, I still have a lot of work to do. So that's a vulnerable state. And to me, that it, it's something that can actually aid your relationship. Because when you're being that transparent, it's, it's just another form of communication. They're getting to know you on a different level. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us men feel like we have to be tough and have to be hard. So that safe space, what is a lot of times is in that relationship where we feel like I can let my guard down. I don't got to be the hardest nigga alive. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> 
And but that's the communication that we should be seeking from the other party. They make us feel that comfortable to derail. If you feeling uncomfortable, do not take your clothes off. Like yeah. go home. You know what I mean? You gotta be in a space where you feel you don't feel judged. But also there has to be some reciprocation. They have to also kind of be shedding them layers. You know what I mean? You can't see them putting on more coats. Like, nah, we taking stuff off. That's the hardest part is, <laughs> is when you want to be vulnerable, but the person in your hut doesn't want to be yeah. vulnerable. Because it makes you feel like, well, dang, I just, it's like, it's like, it's like sex. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm undressed. What are you still dressed yeah. for? <laughs> How do you do this? <laughs> you do a little differently. <laughs> but I think that too um, fits into like a, a narrative we played when, especially when we were younger. We didn't have the courage to just ask a woman, like, are we having sex? You know what I mean? We hoped it just led right. to that. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> conversation where it said if you do have like an age range or a maturity range you can't just force that person you know if you've traveled far or you've lived a life you can't force that person to you know grow not grow right. up but get, get up to your level fast or you know yeah. you have to allow that person to experience life as well right. according to their speed and their pace you can't speed up that's what tonight's conversation says it's like it doesn't necessarily have to be age, but even experience. You can't force that pace with that person yeah. as well. So, for example, I'm at a point in my life where, you know, I'm almost 50 now, right? <laughs> so there's some things, a lot of things I want to go right. So I force myself to do the work. I force myself to be open, vulnerable, and things of that nature because I used to be reactionary and still am reactionary. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I see myself changing on a day-to-day -day basis. Like, yo, I'm... I'm really proud of myself because normally I would have reacted this way, yeah. but now I'm reacting this way. So when you have a person that's operating at their own pace, again, going back to the example, I'm fully clothed, jumping out, and this person is slowly peeling layers. You know what I'm saying? How do you deal with that dynamic? Yeah, so I love um, your analogy because what you just described is the shadow work. When you have that revelation of like awareness and you're like, oh, shit, I do that. That's shadow work. That's, you know what I mean, the whole nine. So for me, how I deal with it, um, it's mostly discernment because it, it's so many situations and variables in life. It has to be case by case. We can't have an idea how we're going to handle 10 different situations. Sure. So for me, it's discernment. It depends on if you align with what I'm trying to do or not, because a lot of times we think we're looking for something until we get into the situation. For me, it was when I was younger, when I was dating. And you think like, okay, I want, I want the girl on touch. I want the virgin. I want, I'm gonna try it out. <laughs> and then you date them, and it doesn't work. You're like, damn, I kind of want you to have experience. I kind of want somebody to break your heart already. Like, <laughs> you, don't, you just don't know, understand certain things. Right. So for me, how I deal with it is, I, I had to remove myself because I talked about them in the show. A lot of times, you're only playing one or the other roles in somebody's life. You're help. You're there while they're healing, or you get the healed version of them. But you rarely get to experience both. Because the way that you have to help them heal, they're going to somewhat resent you when they're healed. They're not because they're not attracted to the same things anymore. 
Mm. And vice versa. You know what I mean? So for me, I think you have to decide what role are you trying to play in their life? Do you want to be here in the long term? Because if I want to be here in the long term, a lot of times I release that. I've told them, like, go get a couple relationships. Like, go make some bad decisions. Because we're constantly going to be off tilter. And a lot of people that I've been with in those relationships were constantly trying to mark my progress or trying to tag along. And we on two different wavelengths. And if we on two different wavelengths now, the people we evolve into are going to be on two different wavelengths yeah. and so on and so on. And so I have oh. to, I know better because I, I understand what's happening. So I have to nip it in the bud. And, and it's unfortunate, but a lot of times when you do have that awareness, you have to be the bigger person. You have to be the responsible one saying like, I'm out of place. She's looking for love and that makes sense. I'm just looking for an F buddy right now. I got to step back. Okay. I can't even change what I want or make her think that's what I want. You dig what I'm saying? And hopefully she changes her mind. Sure. You feel me? And I think that's a lot of times why misfortune follows us around because we're not being honorable. We're not deciding to walk away. Like you said, we're reacting. And mm. like younger us would have did. Yeah. But me right now is like, what's best for you? And it is challenging to do that. Because like I told you about my one friend, you know, he, he ended up blocking me because he was like, you're just here and I'm not there. Yeah. And mm. I was willing to like, okay, it's fine that you're not here. Like, you know. Yeah. Don't think that I'm better than you. And don't think that I'm higher than you. Like we could still be friends and see where this can go. But he didn't even want to see where it can go because he felt like I was so far yeah. advanced for him in certain areas than where he was willing Because a lot of times we don't have to do anything in that situation because it's their journey. You know what I mean? Right. Like I can't I can't make you not be intimidated i can't make you feel right. comfortable with how i live my life right you feel me and i think a lot of times we're held responsible for someone else's feelings or someone else's pace in life your pace is predicated on your habits on what you do every day so i can give you a lesson to i'm blowing the face i can go to school with you till i'm blowing the face you still got to do the work at home so when you show back up to me in class i mean i i can give extra credit i can stay longer hours but if you're not doing what you want in the beginning this thing will never metabolize you know what i mean and i think it affects us on the back end in this situation let me read this quote let's do it let's go let's go because <laughs> this is one of this is one of my favorite quotes ever this quote um a lot of people became privy to it in um coach carter which is one of the most fire movies ever but um the quote is our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that frightens us the most. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, or fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. You are playing You playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of god that is within us it is not in just some of us it is in everyone and we let our own light shine we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same as we are liberated from our own fear our presence automatically liberates others so wow. to me that that is your highest self that is walking in enlightenment that is understanding like yes yeah, some people are not going to like that I'm successful. Some people are not going to like that. I'm people are attracted to me. They want to approach me. They want to be friends with me, but we can't let that detract us from our journey. Cause my journey is to be my best self. Right. You know what I mean? Despite everybody it's to be my best self, even to an extent of getting with my children. I think that's where a lot of people have 
issues because they have these boundaries. They're certain of how a person should treat you because of y'all's title. They're certain of how I should be with you because none of my other relationships have worked out. So this one got to work out. Wow. And a lot of times we sign up for these journeys that are not ours. And it's overwhelming and we don't know what to do because we will never have the answers. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's for them to figure out how I make sense in your life. I right. know how you make sense of my life. I don't have to validate any. I don't have to prove that to you. You don't, I don't owe you nothing. <laughs> I know that and I treat you accordingly. So I, I had to learn. I can't treat you accordingly to make you treat me accordingly. I got to treat you accordingly just because that's what I want to do. Right. You feel Absolutely. Me? Hey, get up in here, please. Uh, we got Adrian on the check-in. Trinae is on the check-in. Ben is on the check-in as well. Um, if you are on the check-in right now, please make, say hi. Make yourself known. We want to say hi to you as well. Please share this as well. And if you are next to that like button, go ahead and hit that like or heart because we dropping some bombs today. Yes. So let me uh, let me ask you a question then because I hear this word a lot, uh, incompa uh, incompatible, right? Yeah. But a personality is a personality. So this is what we, when we say we want somebody to change their personality, whether that we feel like they're too confrontational or we feel like they're too opinionated or what have you, that could necessarily be that person, you know? So what part of it is like, man, if, if I can't accept this person uh, for what they are, do we wait it out? Or do we say, you know, mm -hmm. saying this is who, who this person, because a lot of times the confrontation that people say, it's just that they haven't done their own shadow work. So everything right. offends exactly. them. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's the answer to your question, honestly. Like, it's really based on the person. You know what I'm saying? If I have issue with everything, like, I just take issue with things that shouldn't bother me, it's my feelings. Mm -hmm. I'm in control of that. You can't control my feelings. You understand? So how you are, how you move, if you're short-tempered, mm -hmm. if you're loud, if you're obnoxious, if you smack your food, smack your teeth, whatever. Exactly. That's you. Mm -hmm. I have to figure out why am I so bothered by who you are? Right. How you're showing up, if this is your best version of your worst version. Still, why is it bothering me? Right. Why is it affecting me so much? Because that plays a higher part to me. It's a higher on me. Yeah. I'm the only one here that can change shit that deals with me. I can't change anything that deals with you. That's real. And a lot of times I feel like that is what's keeping us from our highest self. We're trying to understand why someone else's journey ain't working for them or why they can make money doing this and I can't. Right. Why they can say these things and people don't get mad. They say that, that's not it's your true. business. Your, your only business is your journey, is your responsibility, is your temperament, it's the energy you put in the world, and it's the expectations or lack thereof that you have. That's the only thing we can control. My eyes got wide because British British Wally just came out. I was like, yo, what's happening right now? I was like, I loved it too. I loved it. British Wally just came out. What's going on? What's going on, Robert Riley? One of the baddest drummers in the state and probably the nation right now. He is a bad cold drummer from the Liquid Crystal Project. He is on the check in right now. Amar, thank you so much. Hey, Brody on the check in. Bro, hey, what's up, Jay? Yeah. Yeah, that's the way I see it. Yeah. <laughs> Mario's like, wait a where's she from? <laughs> Does somebody else like that too? <laughs> so, so again, you know, because we have these personality clashes, mm -hmm. we are forcing people to change at our pace instead right. of their pace. And that's what, but then again, if we all, you know, got our way, 
then everybody will be breaking up at this point. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So everybody can't get their way. And it's hard to say force because it's a choice for everybody. We suggested (laughs) this way. (laughs) But I I don't, because I don't want to recruit anybody. You know what I mean? I really want, I I really feel like everyone should do what they enjoy. And it's because you're going to be able to maintain a certain level of excellency when things get hard. But when you're doing things you don't really care about, you get lackadaisical, you get mediocre. You know what I mean? And those those are words that scare me, like normal. Like, I ain't shit about me normal. And these are things that we challenge ourselves with, yes, but your your people is going to feel it. You know what I mean? You got 10 bosses, you're going to create 11. You got 10 bums, you're going to create 11. Your people feel who you are. That's why they're around you. Right. And that's why you got to show up as the best version of yourself because you're going to attract whatever you are. So if you're exactly. pretending to be a lesser version of yourself, you're going to attract people who are at that space. Yeah. And you're going to even convince yourself to be in a relationship that you may not be in because you haven't figured out who you are, where you're supposed to be, and what you're supposed to be doing. Right. Which would be the main goal. Oh, sure. Um, it's a good... Can you see the questions? Yep, I can see the um, Say that last one. Yeah, random question is rec- is reciprocity in the same category as karma or or you reap what you sow? You want that, was, that was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Right, that was beautiful. Go ahead. I would say that reciprocity is an individual right. journey. Uh, reciprocity is what you actually put in. Karma could be what you put in and what's been over your family or who you're attached to. Yeah. Go ahead. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> to me, um, they're they're one they're in the same family. They're cousins. They ain't siblings, they ain't twins, <laughs> but they're in the same family. They're along the same lines. To me, reciprocity is matching energies. Karma is consequences. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, they they they're along the same lines, but I think they both kind of feed into you reap what you sow. And I think that's the point of the lesson. You know what I mean? We say that on the show all the time. What you feed will grow. So as much as we're looking for a particular outcome, you can't expect, you can't prey on it. Like what you feed will grow. You got to pour into the outcome that you're expecting to happen. You know what I mean? But I do think reciprocity and karma are a natural part of life. I think man, like man-made definitions, they're trying to turn certain words off to us so we don't use them because they resonate in us. They enlighten us. I can communicate better with my sister with these kind of words. So they like shadow work. They try to demonize the words. Right. You feel me? But to me, this is actually the the marker of someone caring about the relationship. If I show reciprocity, if mm-hmm. I'm conscious of the karma, I'm showing you I care about you. I'm showing you I value you. And sometimes that's the only way we can do it. And with society, we've ignored those things for so long. Now our value is what can I buy you? What can I say to you? How good is the sex? How often do we go out? It doesn't have things to do with principles and morals, you dig? But that was a great question. Very great question. A lot of of relationships right now, and we're always dealing with these roles, right? Mm -hmm. Who's leading, who's not? And, And we're getting to the point where both are leading in the areas of their strong point. Yeah. So it's it's always like, like you said. If I'm doing something out of the genuineness or kindness of my heart, I shouldn't just be expecting things to happen. But at the end of the day, I should feel something. I should feel something receptive to say, okay, we're looking out for each other. So it's not a tit for tat, but there should be something that I should feel that we are looking out for. So what you're talking about is it's called your highest excitement. 
So this is how we live in the law of attraction. You should be going after your highest excitement because when you're in your highest excitement, this is when you're going hand to hand with your highest self. Y'all are eye to eye. You can you can relate to them. They you get it. Like okay, life isn't all bad. Life can be all good. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So these are the things that we have to pay attention to. But again, when you're in a state of desperation, you're overlooking those things in your friends. You're overlooking, are you really excited in your job? You know what I mean? Does your craft, does your art excite you? You overlooking that because you're trying to get rich or you think about the 10 years when you wasn't able to make art. You feel me? And we got to These are the things we got to release. This is where I say forgiveness is a self journey. You have to forgive yourself for being your lowest self. You have to forgive yourself for the version you created to survive. Mm -hmm. You needed that person. Right. Mm -hmm. You don't need them today, <laughs> but a year ago, you needed that person. You know what I mean? So that's where we're learning to give our grace with this, but that's the karma we're living in. We constantly condemn things we did in the past. We constantly look in the past like, I should have did that. I was an F boy. I, you know what I mean? You got to forgive yourself for that, yeah. bro. You have to. I want to address Mario. This is this is, this is is what I want to address. It says, hey, you said you attract what you are. I seem to attract users and manipulators. That is definitely not my lane. <laughs> I want to address this first. I'm going to speak on that, too. <laughs> yeah, because from experience, right, and I've gotten from this show, when you do the shadow work and you dig up the root, you have to go even to a parental influence, right? So, you know, there is a lot of, Things like, and I'm not speaking on your life. I'm speaking a, a lot of times when we uh, attract manipulators in our life, there could have been a parental manipulator, like a, a mom or, you know, a dad or something like that, to where we feel like we have to save them or be the parent and things of that nature. So once, like, like Kim said, once you have this in your system, you don't even realize subconsciously you're saving people that are mm -hmm. blood suckers because you haven't really done the shadow work yet that says, man, my mom was a manipulator. My sister was a manipulator. My yeah. dad was a manipulator. And basically I had to, you know, walk on eggshells and do these certain things or save these people, or at least try to bring some balance to the household. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, so therefore, you know, you can feel like, cause a lot of times Mario, just because we're intelligent or we know how to survive, that doesn't mean that we're well, right? Yeah. So um, we, we're functioning. We're function. We're carrying around functional trauma, right? Yeah. So at the end of the day, yeah, we could have graduated from college. We could have gotten the best jobs. We could have gotten a lot of things um, right. But at the yeah. end of the day, that breakdown is really happening inside. And we're like, man, why I keep tracking this piece of shit? Or why I keep yeah. tracking this B-I-T-C-H or, or this 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 garden tool, you know, yeah. <laughs> so, so to speak. And it's yeah. because, you know, you were influenced by that person and you wanted to save that person. Mm -hmm. But you haven't really tapped in to that part where I got to free myself or heal myself from that. Go ahead. And that's the, uh, no, I was going to say that is the law of attraction working. That's why they say opposites attract. If you create a restaurant, you're going to get hungry people. You're not going to attract other restaurant tours. That's what it means. You attract what you are, not literally what you are. You attract what you need because there has to be the yin and yang. It has to fill one side. So if you bring the light, guess what? Darkness is coming. If you bring the dark, darkness, you usually try to attach to people of the light. They're usually trying to siphon your light energy. Mm. So your highest self is going to attract everything. Mm. But the laws of attraction is saying what you allow. This is why you have to have discernment. Right. You dig what I'm saying? So you can attract whatever you want, but I don't have to receive that just because it's pulling near me. I can reject exactly. that. Exactly. I can move around. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to accept it just because someone's no. trying to give it to me. So right. that's 
but that's what you should be accepting. This is why we always use the Bible as that example. Like Jesus hung with pimps and hookers and gangsters. You think that's what he was attracting? You think that's who he you <laughs> did what I'm saying? So that's the that's the point. You are getting what you need. We were put on earth because of what we need. I was not put on here to hang around people that are like me. I was put on here to hang the people that can learn something from me, that need me. Exactly. People who are going through now at 18, what I had to go through at 18. Exactly. I'm right. not like the healed version of me at 40 that I'm going to get to hang with. That's not how life works. And this is what would happen. You know, I hate to be religious, but this is what happened in the church. The church had a bunch of, it was like a hospital with a bunch of well people. And so therefore they wanted in the church, everybody to be well. It was like, no, it's supposed to attract the sick people, the people who are broken down. But as soon as these broken down people came into the church, they rejected them. Like, oh, oh no, you can't do this yeah. here and this and that and the other. So I, I agree with what you're saying. And sometimes it fits into our selfishness of us thinking we are these just higher, holier than thou people. Who yeah. said this? Who said there's anything wrong with being a user and manipulator? I can think of a lot of good instances where I would need to do those things. And we naturally do those things anyway. Yeah. Like we naturally manipulate. I mean, whether you manipulate in your head, from say, like, since in we a, were children, in a certain we're manipulating. You manipulate um, <laughs> when you're cooking, like all of these things. But again, like we talked about earlier before the show started, certain words are looked and are demonized, right? Yeah. They don't yeah. want us to. Oh, I just did that. You bad. It's all good. You'll be back. I'll be back. But no, yes. A lot of words that we I'll use commonly that our ancestors have used have been demonized. And it, and again, be because bad. those are the words that enlighten us. That's what gives. One of the greatest gifts that we received as humans is life has no meaning. Life is meaningless. So our point on earth is to decide what life means. It's to designate meaning to what we're doing. That's manifesting. That's how powerful it is. That's you surrounding yourself with everything you do. You want to learn how to cook? First thing I'm doing is going to watch Hell's Kitchen. I'm watching Gordon Ramsay every day. I'm getting a cookbook. I'm turning the stove on. I'm hitting my sister up. I know she cooked. This is, you got to surround yourself with that thing. And yeah, some of those people are going to be users and manipulators, but this is why I live in my security. I live in my principle because maybe I'm just trying to, I needed a good friend. Mm -hmm. How am I not using you? Right. <laughs> Baby, I think you're funny. I'm using you because you make me feel better. Because your jokes turn my day around. You know what I mean? Yes. So so this is where we got to get out of looking at words with negative connotations. Yeah. We have to stop assigning negativity to things. Again, what you feed will grow. Things inherently don't have any energy. We put the energy into it. So we have to be mindful of that of how we speak in all of these little instances. That's why I had to stop saying when I was younger, I hate liars. You know what I mean? Don't be the most lying motherfuckers that be saying that. Nobody likes when it's on the other foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nobody yeah. likes that. When it's on the other foot, the news. Actually, lie because they want to preserve your own feelings. Sometimes, yeah. Like, they actually, even in, even in lying sometimes, people are actually still looking and, and like, okay, I know, if, if I know that you're emotionally not ready to hear what I have to share with you, me lying to you could be better than telling you the truth. Right. No. Which is a form of manipulation. <laughs> I mean, you I mean, but I can, I, 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 I never. From the liar's standpoint. I don't like, agree with it, but I understand. I understand it. it. From I understand the liar's standpoint, not necessarily because from the person's getting lied to. When you read books like how to win friends and influence people yeah it does have a chapter or part where it says people don't like the brutal honest truth right does it mean that you should lie right uh because basically once you know that perception is breached you can no longer 
come back to that level of respect anymore. Yeah. Once I know that you've deceived me or manipulated me or you've lied to me, that's until you've built up that whole thing of trust and that could take a lifetime. So I would say that, you know, lying really never has its place. It's just sometimes you reserve the truth. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just hold your tongue and say, uh, like, for example, if your wife is in the mirror and she says, baby, do I look fat? You try to change the subject. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Or you try to please tell her she's fat. It's <laughs> easy for you to say that. It's easy for you to say that. Don't say that. So, so we're not going to say don't lie to her. Hey, listen, you are bigger than you were before. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's why it's a slippery slope because admitting the truth is still lying. That's what I mean. You can't say you hate liars unless you just always tell the truth. Because exactly. if you admit the truth, you're lying. You're if you lying. alter the truth, that's a lie. And that's what I meant by saying, that's, that's what I meant by saying like somebody may not tell you the full truth because you may not be in an emotional or yeah. mental space to hold the truth. So yeah. you're not going to lie to the person, but you're going to say it in a way sauce it up to what they feel. Better. And that can also be toxic because a lot of people are just being messy telling you the truth. Like if you can find out the truth through your own means, I'm gonna allow you to do that. It's not my job to reveal your truths to you. Exactly. So a lot of times people are trying to gain a favor. Like, oh, Delaney, remember I told you the truth a week ago? Let me hold fifty dollars. Like, nah, see, this is why I don't want nothing. Honestly, this is why people don't like me. And this is for and and I've just now gotten to this point, but it's like. I will take criticism. I will take it, take it, take it. But the minute I hold that light up to somebody else, oh, oh, you doing tip for tap, yeah. or you doing this? I'm like, no, hold this light too, because basically you're not perfect. I'm going to take your criticism. And what makes it so bad, they don't even realize that I've given them grace. Yeah. I've, I've given them so much grace. I've let them be critical, critical, critical. And then the minute I say, boom, okay, yeah. you're not perfect either. Oh, 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 what do you mean? I'm like, no, let's, let's, if we're going to be friends, if we're going to be in the hut together, yeah. let us all come to the congregate in front of the congregation yeah. and admit what we did. And I've been in that situation, and for me, that's difficult. And then we're going to read some of the comments because oh, somebody had to go. But for me, uh, that's difficult for me. You know what I mean? I know people aren't perfect, but I have a certain level of expecting, you know what I mean? Like common sense. <laughs> like, if I'm holding a whole bunch of bags and using the door closed, you open the door for me. Exactly. I shouldn't have to say nothing, you know, in a perfect world. Yeah. I, I get it. But it's to me, it's because it demeans the act. Now I feel like I'm telling you what to do. Right. Versus you wanted to hold the door open for me. You wanted to look out for to me. You wanted it. to make sure, yeah, make sure I had help. So sometimes that's why it's hard in friendships. It's hard to call that person like, yo, you don't call me enough. Because it's like, now I feel like you only called me because I said something. You know what I mean? And, and I think we're getting into this point with life. Like, this is where I walk away. When I feel like I have to dim my light to be your friend, when you don't understand the grace I'm giving you, when you don't understand how I'm showing restraint in this conversation and you trying to double down on me, right? I have to pull out. You feel me? That's what the quote was about. And a lot of times we're in those dynamics and we dim our light to make other people feel secure. We dim our light to make them feel like we're not upset with them. Mm -hmm. We dim, we tell them lies to make them, because we know the truth is too much for, we watch how the truth is kicking your ass right. up and down the and street. Say, no, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> we know you. <laughs> we know you hate the truth in any form that it comes in. I want to, I want to answer, I want to answer Eric before, before we get started. Okay, Eric, there's a lot of comments. Eric, we don't, we don't really troll on this. I, I know you, you troll a few, 
a few podcasts, but we don't troll here. That's my guy, though. Yeah. Uh, I want to point out that uh, the three cameras are basically so we can all see each other. So, yes, we are all in the same room, but based on the app we're using, we don't have three separate cameras. We have three and separate the phones. Love it, so and, the, and the fans yeah. love it. And we have a question, too. Oh, I saw a couple yeah, of dude, dudes. Eric had a good question. Okay, and, um, are you talking about manipulating? Yeah, truth is very difficult. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Manipulating someone and enjoying another person's company is totally different from one another. See, that's where I would have to wholeheartedly disagree. That we don't is, disagree much, so let's see. Let's yeah, see. <laughs> because that's that is manipulation. Like, you, me taking Walisha to the ice cream shop and saying, get whichever you want, but kind of deciding which ones I want her to have or tell her, like, yeah, this one's good. You should try this one. That is manipulation. And I can sit and say, but I gave her ice cream. It's a good thing. You are manipulating her. If you don't allow somebody free will, you are manipulating them. You you can dress it up however you want. <laughs> if I'm lonely and I'm watching this movie myself, I'm like, man, I'm going to call a homie and come watch it with me. That is manipulation. You had whole other plans that you was doing. I convinced you to drop that to come do what I wanted you to do. How is that not manipulation? So that means you saying people in sales are manipulated. hundred percent. That's why I got out of insurance. Like, because I, I, I when I realized, because they pay you that quick money and you ain't thinking about it. When we started to realize you're hurting people, you're giving them misinformation. You sign, they sign up for phony loans. You know what I mean? Like it's all manipulation. The Dollar Tree, that's manipulation. Raising that 25 cent. <laughs> that's manipulation. And they, they kept it at a dollar and they kept it at that point because they knew he was going to get comfortable. But in the back of their mind, they knew one day I'm going to raise this price on you. But so, so even even kids, what's going on, big dog? We got Brian in the building. What's good, Jay? Is it, is it your uncle, baby daddy? No, it's neighborhood stepdaddy. Yeah. <laughs> the neighborhood stepdaddy is in the building. <laughs> so, so kids, this is why I'm saying that kids are liars. Yeah. When they come out, you know, and it goes back to the Bill Cosby uh, scenario where, you know, the kid, you tell the kid, don't touch that cookie. You know, don't touch it. And so, therefore, you know, they wait until you're distracted and they go try to grab the cookie again. Exactly. And be like, can I just tell you? You know, not to get it. And they was like, I was getting a cookie for you. No, you wasn't. You're lying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But well, you're just trying really to avoid. Lying. I'm just trying to get out to hot seat. I you're don't lying. Want to be in but you're lying. As bro. a child, if I could be lying. <laughs> yeah. Because you got to call a spade a spade. Yeah. Things can't go two ways. I think that's why the world's so divided. We're trying to see both sides of something and we just got to see the truth in it. Like, you lie and you may have got what you want and it may not have been the end of the world, but it's still a lie. And this is to me the separation between parent and child. Because now a parent can call a child a liar and a manipulator, but you are manipulating them too by how you are raising them and teaching them. Even if you're giving them good principles, you are manipulating them. You're telling them, well, don't do that. It can kill you. Don't do that. It gets you 20 years. That's manipulation. That's right. And you That's know, we wasn't allowed to call people liars. We exactly. We wasn't allowed to call them liars. But we you can call me a liar. You see, this is why, this is what right. she was talking about earlier is reciprocation and karma, the same thing. This is how now it's the same thing, bro. Right. Because your karma has become the fact that you've created a, a, an environment that's not reciprocal for me, but you have expectations for me I can't have for you. If I get in trouble at school, you can whoop my ass. When you a dummy at work, I can't whoop your ass. Right, exactly. So we already imbalanced. There is no way we can grow in a healthy environment. This is the beauty now of growth and progression. Things can only grow in the truth. You cannot progress in a lie. You have to keep telling more lies to cover up that lie. So now we get to our topic of the discussion today. Okay, so now it's hard to manipulate an emotionally intelligent oh, it's person. It's so now, please, before we get into the discussion, 
explain to the people what emotional intelligence is. People are associating with men now, but yeah, it's, it's a for, human thing. It's for everybody. To okay. me, emotional intelligence is knowing how you feel and knowing what state you're in, knowing the things that cause what you feel. On my healing journey, I tell people all the time, I love my triggers because it shows me where I need to get better. It shows me the chinks in my armor. It shows me where they're trying to break through the castle wall at, you dig? So for me, this is where you have to know yourself. This is the epitome of happiness. Happiness is not a smile on your face. It's not a million dollars. It's being aware of how you feel. And also accepting that, not trying to fight it. Oh, I should be happy right now. I just got to promote. Like, you feel how you feel. Exactly. And then the shadow work is saying, well, I may feel this way because of this. You dig? And it goes deep. It could be your grandfather's grandfather that did this. He was a thief. Now you a thief. So this you is what, so this is what this is. I, I want you guys to hear this, and, and then we'll comment after this because I think Wally. Like women are seriously ready for emotionally intelligent men. Okay, let's talk about what emotional intelligence comes with before we even get into this conversation. Okay, we're talking about you wanting a man who is tolerant, who regulates his emotions, yes. who also knows how to manage your emotions. But you're also talking about a man who knows how to navigate his sensitivities and everything else when it comes to that. Mm. But you have to consider that an emotionally intelligent man is good at cutting people off when he sees that your sensitivities bring too much reactivity. Ooh. When he sees that you cannot regulate your emotions. When he sees that you have a low tolerance. This type of man that you are asking for is a man who will walk you out the door in a heartbeat. If he feels like you are disrupting his peace. If he feels like there's any level of disrespect because there's a lot that comes with emotional intelligence. So if you ask him for that, you gotta come with the same level of emotional intelligence as well. Okay? There comes with a number of factors so if you are a woman who knows that even though you may be sensitive to certain things like criticism rejection because you're not always going to be accepted sometimes he's going to bounce back and sometimes he's going to say I don't agree with your opinion sometimes he's going to say I don't like those thoughts sometimes he's going to say I don't like the way you speak to me if you're not ready for that don't be asking for an intelligent man and this, well, and this goes back people ain't ready and this goes back to what DL, DL Carey says I, DL Carey says that I recognize that people don't recognize grace is given until it's pointed out, yep. right? So therefore, when it's pointed out, you can't manipulate me because I already know that I've listened to you 10 times out of this one. Yeah. So the time that I say, okay, let's talk about it. Let's bring this to the center. The minute I get a reaction or I get a confrontation, it's like, yo, you know, are, are, are you not being able to take what you can give? Are you, are you not being able to? Yeah. Because I've, 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 I've listened to you this many times. Yeah. But the minute I say something, in regards to it's 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 a rebuttal it's a smart comment yeah. it's a sarcastic relationship because i was like i had done all this work and i'm being quiet i'm being patient i'm intentionally listening to him it was like all these things he had a list of long things you don't do and i'm like okay let me work on this once i started to work and i see it was like it's no winning i can't win i cannot there's no winning oh okay i see that there is a bigger issue it's not yeah easy get your shit together it's like you have an issue within yourself so anybody can come correct and you'll still have a problem with them well see the emotional intelligence of me is if i'm wrong i, I want to do the work i want to be yeah. better so i will apologize but then my emotional intelligence is like okay now you're becoming a tyrant yeah right now yeah. now it's getting now it's getting out of hand now now you've yeah, been a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, you've yeah. been a little bit more vocal and, and i'm not just talking about relationships i'm talking about, about in, general, people, in general it's like now you're trying to, you know, saying have this one upmanship on me. And I'm going to, as DL said, I'm going to point it out. And the minute I see that, you know what I'm saying, that narcissistic reaction, I'm like, oh, 
Oh, okay, I I've brought it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And a lot of people don't like that. You know what I'm saying about yeah. because I'm a, I'm a, people don't like I hold that mirror up because I I want to see the mirror. I want to see my flaws because you know again I go back to the Bible. How can two walk together except they agree? So I want to make myself somewhat palatable, not all yeah. the way palatable, because I still want, I don't want to lose me in any relationship, Right, right. but I still want to make myself palatable to where this unified thing can, can happen. Yeah. I'm looking at the comments and I, I, I feel that. So, so Eric says it's impossible to be an emotional intelligent person inside a relationship while Dio Carrie says emotion, emotionally mature versus emotionally intelligent. Yes. And I mean, uh, I mean, I disagree. With yeah, I disagree with. I disagree. With, I disagree with a lot that Eric's nah, saying today. I really do. Because a relationship is only a reflection of who we are as individuals. So anything that we can do as individuals, we can achieve eventually to do together if we're on aligned, if we're on the same wavelength. So no, I disagree. It's it's difficult. You know what I mean? But relationships are difficult, period. You're, you're trying to mesh with somebody from a whole different Me, walk of life for you. Mirrors are used to reflect, not Yeah, mirrors are used, are used to, reflect, to reflect. So a lot of times what people will say is, well, you only said something because I said something. I'm like, no, I, I, I've taken everything that you said. Yeah. But let's come to the center first. So I'm not deflecting. I'm, I'm just saying that once I see that, you know, your correction is becoming slightly abusive, I'm going to hold that mirror up and say, okay, you're not perfect as well. So let's come to the center of it. But I do understand tit for tat because some people can't be I tit mean, for but, tat. But that's, see, that's why things are a slippery slope. That's why I don't like when people try to moderate my tone because then it's up to your discretion of whatever that number is. So this is why we don't get to tell people how to feel about things. But for me, when it comes to this, you, you, it's required. You have to be emotionally mature, have emotional intelligence to have a successful relationship. Anybody can get in a relationship. That don't mean it's working. That don't mean y'all happy. That don't mean y'all even talk to each other. Yeah. So we're talking about health. We're talking about a functioning relationship. Those things are already happening. It's like if you watch a good basketball team, you know what I mean? You would think they're not doing the fundamentals because they just do everything well so quickly because they've done it so much. This is what we talk about on the show. Like quickness is not built through speed. It's built through efficiency. When your relationship becomes that efficient, Y'all can talk without communicating. People in public wouldn't even think that y'all talk to each other. Yeah. Y'all have a whole conversation. You know what I mean? So this is why we can't gauge on the outside looking in. We got to look from within. So my quorum is not that the emotional intelligence is an issue in a relationship. I think a lot of times it's people's accountability. They are coming with expectations. That's manipulation. I'm apologizing to you, expecting you to forgive me. I just got to apologize and I'm at the mercy if you want to forgive me or not. Thank you. I don't get to decide you got to forgive me right. now because I said I'm sorry. You that is manipulation. Drea is right. And, and, and this is true. And this is why I've done a self-check. We should not be holding up a mirror in a defensive position. And this is why I said, Drea, Drea, that I will not even allow grace because I don't mind correction at this age of my life. If you say I'm going down the wrong path, I don't want, you know, I'm not the whole person that says, you know, loving you is wrong. I don't want to be right. I want to be right. You know what I'm saying? I want to be on the side of right. Yeah. So therefore I don't mind the correction, but again, my emotionally my emotional intelligence will have me pick up in a minute. Like, okay. You're being, you're, you're being a little abusive. This you speaks too, to more about the person who's dating the motherfucker holding up the mirror. You know what I mean? Yes. I am the mirror. I don't hold up no mirror. <laughs> there is no defensive position. You, you deflect things with a shield, not with a mirror. 
the, a mirror will break, will shatter if you send something at it. Like, I am the mirror. I, so I a lot of people are wearing that. that mask. They're trying to pretend like they're enlightened. They're trying to pretend like they're holier than thou. That's why they're holding up a mirror in front of you. They're trying yeah. to simulate something. That, so you are in the wrong. You shouldn't be messing with people holding up mirrors. Yeah, man. So that's think, your journey, not theirs. I think, too, on a, so if you're in a relationship and y'all, you know, I think it's timing is everything, right? Like, I used True. to sometimes thought that the door was open. Like, okay, now that you're piling on this shit on my plate about what you got problem with me let me give you my play let me give my pile of shit that i've been holding in all this time and so that was my issue right i had to learn how to know learn the timing and learn how to speak up for myself in the now don't yeah. wait two weeks don't wait a month don't wait a year if this is bothering you now and somebody disrespects you now they need to know now right absolutely not when they've been disrespecting they're bringing it to you so in my relationship yeah. my past relationship that was always and i never saw this tip for tat always saw it as i was always walking on eggshells waiting for the door to be open for me to say my piece mm -hmm. but i already had peace to say what i need to say because i was in a relationship with this person so it's any time to yeah. say what they disrespected you to step on you they they do something then that's when the time is to say it and sometimes we in relationships we the balance is off right we wait we hold all those things and we take the punches because we're not right within ourselves. So yeah. we're holding the bag because spiritual, the spirit's not going to let us dump it all on them because we need to figure out this is really our shit. Yeah. They've walked a certain way. They smacked their lips. They've done whatever. And it's bothered us so much that we want to now tell them. But it's our own problem. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, because going back to what Tim said two weeks ago, delivery is everything is because if i want to be around this person i want to be around their atmosphere i'm going to study this person so i'm going to understand how to deliver to this person when i forego you know their sensitivities and things of that nature that that's where the manipulation comes in is because i'm trying to push my way and i'm trying to get my way but that emotional emotional intelligence is going to pick up on that yeah. automatically it says okay i'm willing for us this thing to work whether it's in a group setting, whether it's us, whether it's a, a man and woman situation or a parent situation, boss, employee, I understand that you're my boss, but you don't get to abuse me. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I understand that you're my husband or you're you're leading me, but you don't get to abuse me. Yeah. So my emotion, emotional intelligence is going to pick up on that to say, like you said, I am the mirror. So when this yeah. thing goes too far, we're going to bring this to the table and how you react to when I bring this on the table lets me further know yeah. that you're trying to manipulate the situation. Because how you're moving sets the tone to the relationship. This is why a lot of relationships have problems because they feel like this person has brought all these mirrors in the house. And they're like, why do they bring all these mirrors in the house? Instead of you asking yourself, why does you seeing your reflection bother you? Like, why is that so hard <laughs> for you to look at yourself in the mirror? You might not be ready for a relationship, like because every relationship is going to have these type of dynamics where it's going to show you parts of yourself that you've been trying to hide. You can do that when you're single. You can do that when you're sleeping around. When you with somebody that sees you every day, they see moments that you don't realize they're seeing. Moments where you just turned off and you just on autopilot. They're they're aware of what you're doing. And a lot of times we don't have that information when we're trying to understand why does this person feel this way? Why are they stepping back from me? It's because they're getting to know you. <laughs> they're getting to know you. Another clear thing to say is that look at the the play on words, emotional intelligence. Okay, we lack so much intelligence. You know, we're supposed to be the Absolutely. most intelligent beings that was ever created, but we lack so little of it. And with that being said, and and with your history of your life, it's hard to to become one. 
because you have to yeah. become one within self first. That way, when you go to another person, you are quick to be in tune with those emotions, in tune with the things that are scarring you or that are, are making you happy or unhappy. Like, you have to take time to self first. That's the most Absolutely. important thing. Um, Amar says, people don't like their own reflections when they are caught. This is so true. And listen, and this is on the smallest thing. We talked about this a couple shows ago, how you can be caught sleep. Yeah. And get so defensive. I was like, sleep. Sleep. Like, I was you were snoring, emotional intelligence that we're talking about right things that we live throughout our past things that we took up and hold that was someone else's and we've just been living it and then it's something as simple as that that we're like oh it wasn't you know and to me that's where you got to do shadow work and realize you have a burden of guilt you feel guilty mm, about you, yeah it, it could be about anything but that's what's leading out because again this is what they mean when they say you are what you do like if you're a guilty person you're going to be guilty you're going to find guilt in situations. It's going to be hard for you to sleep at night. You know what I mean? This will become a pattern in your life. Right. You dig? So this is now where we're getting to the point. This is the same concept with the relationships. And this is why I say the first relationship, you have to learn to have it with yourself. Right. It will teach you these dynamics about being with another person. Because that shouldn't be the hard part. But when we're trying to do what's best for us within a relationship, that's not going to work. It gets to the point where, yes, we have to be monitoring for both of us but I am in charge of my progress. I'm in charge of my growth. You're in charge of yours. The part of the relationship where I love you is saying, I trust that you're working on your shit. You ain't out here gambling our money. You ain't out here fooling around. I trust that you're doing what you said you was going to do. I have no expectations for you. When I met you, I'm this type of girl. I do this. All right, bet. Show me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I ain't going to ask. I ain't going to wait around. Show me. Show me now. Now or never. Right. So that is a challenge. That is pressure. But again, on my side, why would I want to be with somebody I can't challenge? I can't pressure. I can't call to being a higher version of myself. And I guarantee you expect me to be my best. Exactly. I guarantee you expect yeah. me to show up. You expect me to go to work. You expect me to take the trash out. I don't have no problem doing that as long as this is reciprocated. So this is how reciprocation leads to karma. When that reciprocation is not there, your karma becomes the lesson. You're constantly forced to learn what you missed out on. Two things. Two, two things real quick. So Mario says, wow, at this point in life, I have learned to love people from a distance. Uh, they allow uh, through their behavior. I no longer expect people to have uh, some regard for values that uh, I think he says I have. Okay. At the end of the day, people are going to keep uh, peopling. So why keep hurting myself and my own feelings? And I, and, and I like what, I what, agree with that. what Eric said, too. So let's get into what Eric said is that. Uh, being emotionally intelligent weighs different for men than it does yes. women. So here's what I, I, I want to stop happening. Stop emasculating emotionally intelligent men, yeah. right? Stop doing that because we are emotionally intelligent. So we do have needs. We do have wants as well. Just like uh, when I did repost, uh, men are not avoiding marriage. They're avoiding divorce. And I wrote in my caption, we just want peace, actual love, respect. We don't go into marriage just to pay bills and spoil some ungrateful person, only to get a divorce uh, to break us down even more financially. We only want to be happy and at peace with someone that we could build a legacy with. So when we actually have needs, we're not a bad B or we're not a sus or anything like that. We're emotionally intelligent, which means that, you know, I'm going to pour into you, but I also need to be poured into it as well. Yeah. So stop emasculating that that point of us. But I don't think that's going to stop. This is this is a part of what we were saying as far as the law of attraction. When I want to be the best fighter I can be, I have to fight people. 
You know what I mean? I can't just say, people, stop trying to fight me. I'm done with that. No, right. I have to be challenged in what I'm claiming that I am. Right, right, So right. if I'm an emotionally intelligent man, why does someone calling me sis bother? Why would that affect me? Maybe I'm not as emotionally intelligent as I think I am. You know what I mean? I get that. And I think this is the discrepancy. It's, it's the wordplay. This is the same thing we play with truth and honesty, where people think that's the same thing. Right, right. And in this regard, it's smart and intelligence. See, a lot of people are smart. Smart when you jeopardy. Smart is just knowing how to recite something. Mm -hmm. Intelligence is being able to apply that information to your life. So you don't just know this. I can see it because you do. You are this. That's, that's what I mean. You are what you do. But I, I don't want because I, I totally understand that. But I, you know, on this show, I also want to educate as well because, like you said, we're we're the mirror, right? So yeah. when I do see these comments. I'm like, sis is misguided. You know what I'm saying? I she's mean, a little, yeah, but that's she's, still she's manipulation. A little, she's, she's a little misguided. What if sis wanted to have a bad day? I don't have the right to say smile. Have a good day. <laughs> I don't have the right to do that. Right, right. She's, allowed, she's entitled to have her bad day. She's entitled to think this nigga's suspect. And the men who she's calling suspect are also entitled not to date her and not to look her way and not to I spend like no it. money on her <laughs> and not to put no kid in you. So again, you chew, you, what you feed will grow. Mm -hmm. If that's how you think you're going to attract fish, you're going to go hungry. That's the problem. So we, we're trying to get in their way because we're trying to, again, fix them. This is what we talked about in the beginning. We're trying to fix people. And the only reason I feel you would be trying to fix somebody else is to get into heaven. That is not going to benefit your life. <laughs> no way, shape, or form. That's not going to make you rich. That's not going to make you loved. I feel like you're trying to do a good deed. You're trying to do a mitzvah. You feel me? You, you, you're trying to right your wrongs. Right, right, right. Manipulation. <laughs> How is that not manipulation? <laughs> so we manipulate all the time. It's just we live in this soft, cushy life to where I can call it out when they doing it. But when I'm doing it, it ain't like that. It, it's different. Right, right. now, it's the same thing. <laughs> it's the left shoe and the right shoe. It's, it's the same so, pair. So man. just to reiterate and break it down to its simplest terms, when you see, when you have the emotional intelligence and say, you know, as I said in the in the real, I don't want that. You have the right to refusal at exactly. that point. So you don't you don't get to fix that person. You just say, yeah, you know, it's not for me. Okay, because I we run into slippery slopes when we're saying, well, this ain't gonna work out. Well, at least it did. did, did. What if I just say this don't work for me? Right. Because now this doesn't affect her with the next person. She's not thinking, damn, well, at least it's this. She's like, that guy ain't it. Right, exactly. So now, immediately, she's like, this guy can be it. Exactly. But if I plant that seed in her that she's Woo! the problem, she's going to take that into every relationship. I've done her a miss. You know what you you know what you're becoming, though, at, at some important time. This is where the conversation gets good. You're becoming a Marcus Graham because at this point, you're breaking down each and every single person. Like, oh, I'm getting rid of her because she got hammer time in her shoe. Or she got exactly. the X, Y, and Z. So now you become a Marcus Graham. And, and Marcus Graham wasn't depicted as the most positive example to be when you're getting your shit together. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So a lot of times, I think certain men, we say emotionally intelligent, but they're emotionally unavailable, right? Yeah. Because they're not tapping into people are not perfect. People but I think are not. So what into emotional intelligence too, being emotionally unavailable. I think all of that, that's why she said emotional intelligence is vast. It's not one thing. Uh, it's yeah. a whole construct. But, but I see a lot of dudes like, Oh, as soon as, as soon as the woman is a confrontation or she's opinionated, oh, I can't deal but with that. But you already you know touched on that, too. Or this, as soon as the woman... This is why I love duality, because we brought this up earlier in the show. Two things to be true. <laughs> we brought this up earlier in the show. When the man starts to feel threatened and attacked, he will become the lowest version of himself to still maintain what he does for you, but not to lose himself. So, again, this is what Denzel Washington had to ask white people. You, When the wolf keeps coming to attack the sheep, 
and the sheep starts to defend itself. Is the sheep a monster? Is the sheep wrong? If you keep coming for me subconsciously and my subconscious starts attacking you, you don't get to make me the monster. I'm defending myself. Well said. So if she's constantly waking up, you always on the game. You always with your homies. I, my subconscious want to start defending my because you're attacking me. Right. A person would only defend well themselves said. if they feel attacked. Well <laughs> said. But that's the Drea, point. Drea, the did you get that? Did you get that, Drea, Drea? Once that person feels attacked, and like I said, going back I to have the right to defend and this myself is, in any capacity. This has been sex, my problem right? all my life. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that criticism. I'll take it, take it, take it, take it, take it. The minute I feel attacked, hey. Yeah. That mirror comes right up. Boom. Okay. Because I'm, I'm taking your shit. I'm taking your shit. Yeah. So therefore, I'm this, sorry, buddy. fam. But let's call it spade a spade. That is another level of manipulation. Yes. A lot of me, I took your shit so that you can see I can take your shit so that it can pay well for me down the road. Oh, I didn't right. take it because I want to because if I wanted to, I wouldn't be complaining about right. it right now. So yeah. I don't get to have it two ways. Yeah. I played a game and I lost. I don't get to be upset. Oh, it was beneficial. Hold your hand. Beneficial. Hold your hand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not to not bring it to a problem. Like, oh, let me not bring issue with this because I'm still getting this check. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You wait to the right moment to bring it to issue. Type and of this, and I was listening to this. So we all manipulate that. I mean, we do. And I was listening to this on the pod, and they were talking about that. And a lot of men were saying. Well, women need to come out and start basically showing us the value up front. And the guy was saying the only reason it happens with that with men is because we have to show the value to get the ass. We ain't getting it without showing you my value. See, a woman doesn't have to do that. They don't have to show the value until marriage, until pregnancy. Right, right. You dig what I'm saying? So, again, this is duality. This is how it's supposed to go. We can't get caught up in, well, I wish it should have, could have, would have. This is what it is. Either accept it or move out the way because there's a lot of eligible bachelors that want to play the game. There's a lot of women that want emotionally intelligent men, but the problem is the internet allows 10 people to talk for 10 million. And y'all don't speak for all of us. You can't tell me what I'm looking for in a woman. You can't tell me I'm the reason you're wearing weed. Bro, I ain't never asked no woman, go get your lashes done. You doing that for you, sis. You doing that for you. So, so, so. I was trying to, I was trying to. I don't to, care about, I'm natural. I don't care about none of that. I'm trying to pull up the clip, right, on Brown Sugar. So, you know, if you watch the movie Brown Sugar with Tay Diggs and Sanai Latham, she's going out with a, a basketball player, uh, Bojo, yeah. or Kojo, whatever his name is, Kojo. So, you know, they're walking and talking, and she just turns to him and says, you think you're going to hit some booty, don't you? He said, well, ain't this what this is about? Yeah. Laughing at your corny yeah. jokes? Ain't this, ain't this yeah. what we do? So that's it's it's a manipulation. So yeah. even while we're being nice, we also have what we really want, but yeah. we have to do certain behaviors to get what we really but want. But that's why we drag our feet. That's why we said wow. we'll lay in the bed with her and don't say nothing about <laughs> sex. We just expected her to bend over. You feel me? Like... That's because you were manipulating this entire situation. And when I started to grow and develop my relationships, I realized I don't have to do that because that was kind of hurting my confidence using all these tactics. Because I'm like, damn, is you not sweet enough to do this on your own accord? And that's when I had to start learning and realizing why I didn't hang with certain people because I can't hang with pillow talkers. I never use another man's name to get a woman like that. It's just certain rules I live by. And that's because, again, it's going to start tearing you down. It's going to start asking you, like, damn, are you not good enough? Right. Can you not get on your own marriage? What, what about, I thought you had a mouthpiece. Like, why? You know what I mean? And 
that's we, that's why we have to be challenged. That's why I don't mind people questioning my manhood. That's fine. Come square up, sis. You want to see how much of a man I am? <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, because let's not don't judge me based on your rules. Give me fairness. So let me let me you let feel me, me? like give me something I can win in and then challenge me. But if you challenge me in something that you feel like I'm unfamiliar in, you want me to you want to see me fail. Like right. it's that simple. This your boy trip. Hold on. Shout out to the trip, the boy trip. Let me see if I can. Dude, that's desperate enough to fake it. Yeah. yeah. I can't. You you can't fake generosity. You can't fake humility. You can't fake service. You can't fake leadership. You can only like put up a charade so long until Shorty realized none of those. But it's like rather than look at the intangibles, because I ain't gonna lie, I personally got offended because they put coffee dates on there. I'm gonna give away one of my plays, man. I'm gonna give away one of my all day day plays. It's a play that doesn't miss. Super deep. Coffee, museum. Bar. Food. I just got wet. Yeah, and, and, no, it's, it's, it's coffee museum lunch bar. Yeah, it's you, you owe food if you got somebody out there. You gotta get food. <laughs> coffee days strip people down. Yes, you may feel like you're getting a cheap experience. And that's the point. Because yeah, no one can hide behind money. I can't hide behind how much money I make. You can't hide behind how much money you put into your parents. Both of us have to actually show up at the table as a human being. Woo! Woo! Shout out to Trip. Shout out to Trip. Because I said, I, and then people, women have gotten offended all my life. I, I don't date. Because, I mean, in my line of work, I didn't have to. See, I love dating. I, 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 I don't, didn't have I don't to. date for the benefit of a relationship. I like to date. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Sometimes I like to go to a movie. Somewhere. I like companionship, though. This is what I tell people in the beginning. Like, I'm looking for, you know, a good time. And it don't got to end in a happy ending. Man. But also, ain't trying to get married. <laughs> but, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, when I say date, it's like this this whole $300. I mean, oh, yeah. Meet me yeah. at the park. Like, meet me at the park. Wow. Meet me at Zen Child or whatever. I'm yeah, not. I haven't. I don't yeah. know. I know I'm all the way new to this, so yeah, it's been. It's been but yeah, this is, but this everything he said is is um you know what I mean like word is bond like we was talking about that on the show. This is how we were, especially as kids who was like backpack kids, like college kids at the time. Like I was, we was in slides and white tees. You know what I mean? Cats right. is buying two thousand dollars jeans to not even get attention from the girls we dating and we kicking it with. In our book bag and our white, like I got ten dollars on for clothes. <laughs> you got a twenty thousand dollar chain on, and she's not even looking your way. Because, like he said, the real comes out now. Now we living off merit, and I had to start building that up with me. You, you do know how to talk. You do know how to be respectful. You are kind. So lead with that. Don't lead with money. Don't lead with all you hoop. Don't lead with all you play football. You know what I mean? Lead with character. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. That's going to change the whole outcome. But when we leave with all that superficial shit, and let's say it works for us, that's the worst thing that can happen because then now we build a superficial. Things cannot grow in a lie. Right. You know so, what I mean? So do we manipulate grandma when she's, you know, 70 years old and, you know, she could say whatever she want to say? But Absolutely. But then we got to... Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's another part of why the only unconditional relationship is between a parent and child. Because your kids are going to manipulate you. Your kids are going to lie to you. Your kids are gonna tell you they don't like you. <laughs> your kids are gonna tell you you can't cook. <laughs> they gonna say some hurt, man. Your kids are gonna tell you the real. But again, I needed that. That's why I do my shadow work. I needed those triggers because why is what they're saying bother me? What if you can't cook? Why are you so mad? Learn how to cook. Wow. So they just did you a disservice. They did you a service, excuse me. But it depends on how you handle it. If I did nothing with the information Walisha gave me, I'm gonna condemn Walisha. 
if everything she did, I did and it worked for me, I'm going to praise Wallace. So it's not their journey. It's like our said, journey. Someone would have said, lead with character, the real you. Yes, yes. your authentic self. You know what I'm saying? And if you can't lead with that person, work on that person. That is the universe. That is your soul saying you are not ready for what you think you're about to embark on. And you're only going to hurt yourself and that person by not being ready. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Jump like, in here, y'all. This is this my is my daughter a, told me that um she said, she said, Mom, I'm not I'm not trying to be mean or anything, but sometimes you do these long run-ons and I never know when you're going to stop. And you just keep giving me information. And then she said, I've already checked out. She was 10 years old telling me this. Like yeah, just keep yeah. talking and keep talking, and yeah. I've checked out. And I was like, Oh, really? Yeah, that's true. Cause I was at I was at yeah, pair. I was like, so, oh, I'm okay. still I'm still that way. Can Same. you let me know when I'm going too far? Because, yeah. like, something I should feel in my spirit, but, yeah. That's, That's where I, we also have to have boundaries <laughs> with our kids. You know what I mean? I tune my kids out all the time. <laughs> it's a random people watching. They're just like, "That's cold," and they know what's up. <laughs> they know my body. Like, oh, I don't lie to them. They know me. They don't know me from when I was younger when we was outside, but they know me as a father. They know me like, I ain't taking no shit even from you. Because if I allow it once, I might as well allow everybody to walk all over me. So no one, I ain't no doormat. You know what I mean? No one gets that opportunity. And that's where we have to learn to stand up for ourselves, yeah. even in our parenthood. Because a lot of times our kids is pushing us around. Exactly. I don't want to hurt their feelings. I man, fuck all that. Like you're gonna get this smoke. You yeah. feel me? Like you're gonna get this smoke because people in that world is gonna do you way harsher. Exactly. People in that world is gonna do you way fouler. So I'm preparing you. And if you, and I'm a beast, if you can deal with me, you can deal with anybody. Exactly. That's you can address like. anybody. You ain't going to have no worries in this world. And, and that's why it has to be that important. And that's what I love. The, the children, they are, they're able to go and do things that most children in, in the new day is not doing. Like I send them into the grocery store. Um, I send them to just do little different things that I used to do when I was growing up because I want them to be prepared and not to fear things that they should not fear. Yeah. Yeah. And that has to be a talk. That, that has to be a talk behavior. People only understand the side of that's a learned behavior. So you're trying to teach it to them, but it has to be taught. You have to provide example. You again, you have to become of that. A lot of people have become smart in their own right. They can recite the dictionary like bravo. What the fuck is that going to do for your life? Exactly. Apply some of the words to your life. Kindness. You know, you know what I mean? Like apply some of that. They shit. suffer with the social. Um, what they call that? Uh, what they call the uh, the new thing now, where you can't be around Social people. Anxiety. Social anxiety. Yeah. Right. So a lot of people. That's a you know. I, I wouldn't say new, but it's these terminologies are being fed to us, so we're picking up them as they're creating it. Right. We're yeah. picking it on us yeah. at home. But a lot of people are dealing with that. So if you, people will be mindful to actually teach their children how to go out in society, how to go to the grocery store and buy groceries and communicate yeah. with the cashier, yeah. how to go to the bank yes. and do bank um, services, how to do these other interactions because now if not you're going to be teaching them that they can live in the world alone yeah. um and and feed off the of social media and and other media things rather than being connected we have to touch we have to be in touch and connect with one another right mm -hmm. that's how we that vibrating is how we create it and that's a tricky kind of paradox because um we touched on that last week andre 3000 was talking about that and he said like to be famous is unnatural like this many people should not be aware of your existence. This many people should not have access to you. So I think the social anxiety is showing us we got to do our shadow work. We got to remove celebrity. We can't become more comfortable with being in 20 people's face all day. You feel me? Like, I don't like being in two, around two people all day. Like, sometimes I need to be alone. 
I need to just hear nothingness. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And the exactly. point we need to be alone in the isolation is because we don't mess with ourselves when we're alone. I don't nitpick myself. I don't talk about my shortcomings. I don't worry about what I'm not doing right. I celebrate myself when I'm alone. Mm. So a lot of these people are getting addicted to becoming a celebrity. You have to have people around. You constantly need people giving you validation. You constantly need people reminding you where you're supposed to be, what you're supposed to do, exactly. how great you are. So how little do you think you do that for yourself? Mm. You feel me? That's why you don't want to spend no time alone because you 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 argue, yell at yourself. You argue with yourself. You, I'm not good at this. I'm not good at I don't talk to myself like that. I talk to myself with love and respect because my life has been extremely difficult. And I've been the one thing constant in my life. I showed up every single day. I showed up on the front line to every single triumph, to every single difficulty. If that's not a reason alone to love yourself, you know what I mean? You really got to step back from everything you're doing. You don't have a grip on reality. You're trying to live in a fantasy. You dig? And, and a lot of this has become, the internet has created this fantasy world that we can dump all of our reality on and pretend that it's real. Exactly. But the internet is fake. It's not a real and thing. You, you know, it's a wall. I beg to differ. I'm coming right in. I beg to differ. I beg to differ. I'm going to jump right in. Let me say, let me say Water break. Before you jump in, let me say this. I remember, first of all, I remember when the when the internet came out and they they didn't want to say who actually created. It was like, it was creative, but nobody was taken. And then The Sims. And I can remember watching my niece and nephew telling them like the world is going to be like the sins yeah when we get older and look at it now so yeah okay yeah that's that's, that's my role amara i'm the devil's advocate i'm the objective so you know <laughs> this is when we actually have a show when me and tim you know <laughs> differ in, in opinions this is actually when the show starts or even while wally and i we haven't got there yet we, 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 we're gonna get her there <laughs> yeah, she don't argue. Yeah, she don't argue. Wally don't argue. Yes, I'm the objective person. Everything is the truth, right? Is that what we say? Uh, yeah, but you can um, read some comments. There is still, we're talking about emotional intelligence. When you hit that like button, there's still an emotional transference. When you hit that comment section and you tell they that person how you feel. Going back and forth between one another. There, there's still oh, nice. the emotional transference. So when you are Googling and Oogling at that person's pictures, or whatever, there's still an emotional transference. This is why I said, uh, this is why the internet does ruin a lot of relationships because you're constantly given that emotional transference. Mm. You know, and this is what we're gonna do. The internet ruin relationships or do the couple in the relationship ruin relationships? I mean, both. what I'm saying, but, 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 but right or wrong. The actual person had to hit like. The actual person had to entertain, I mean, the, entertain that DM oh, or inbox. That means the minute. internet is exposing your so, flaws. It's not creating your problem. No, it's a different so, thing. Right. I'm, I'm saying it's a tool, right? I mean, so therefore, if, if your significant other is in somebody's DM, it's not the DM that's messing up your relationship. It's that person in the DM. But going if your significant other is in someone's DM, she's in someone's phone. She's in someone's bed. She ain't just in someone's DM. So how are we blaming the internet? Well, wait, well, we don't, we don't really necessarily say up. that. I would because, disagree. You because, are what you do. <laughs> well, a lot if of you people, cheat one area of life, you're a cheater. You cheat in multiple areas of I your life. I painted with a broad stroke. Because some people like the safety of, okay, let me just entertain it. We're not going to actually do. So you but think they're people, not entertaining in real life, too? You think they're just entertaining on the internet? So I mean, 50-50. Well, let, let me jump go, in here. Go, go ahead. Yeah, listen, they're entertaining. They got a work husband, my nigga. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I've ended up with a couple of DMs before I knew the DM was a DM thing. And even most recently, I ended up in a DM, and I didn't know... That I, I was like, oh man, I forgot you can't just casually comment on people's pictures yeah. and posts. 
You can't do that. You trying to get married? What's up? Man, this like, no, I was just saying. Some someone would absolutely agree. <laughs> would agree. It's emotional transfer. Look right here. Look right but that's why i think the emotional also currency and transparency is being intentional up front if we're just meeting for coffee or if i'm trying to bed you if i need a stepmom like you have to be intentional because that is working in the laws of attraction you're letting them know what you want to resonate with and i feel like a lot of times it's a mystery we play a guessing game with people to figure out what we really Listen, more social like i don't we got to differentiate what social and being friendly is if you're a social person that's fine nobody cares if you're a social person thing. no they're not they are the same thing. They no, they're you have to be friendly to, to be, be social, social. Listen, yes people wouldn't want to we talk about the same Not, thing. No. You're only There's friendly. Flirting. We talk about the same thing. There's very oxymoron. Women have done it with me all the time. I'm thinking we going somewhere we ain't going to know. <laughs> she Bro. bored. There's this is Marcus, but this is Marcus Graham, Graham though. This is Marcus Graham. <laughs> I don't know and Kevin Sanders. I'm I really truly believe because I've, I've I'm always like this innocent little bumblebee that's like oh we're having fun over Is here. Is it innocent? Man, listen, y'all turned me into a vampire, not me. Like I really didn't choose to be a vampire. Y'all made me be this, like you know, on the hunt and the prowl. I was out just trying to have a good ass time. Like who's vibing and who's like building yeah. business. I'm I'm really like thinking about the most innocent shit when somebody's trying to approach me about sex. Literally. But can you can I paint a picture now for women out there? Can you see why it's so hard for men to approach women? Like, we have no idea how y'all are going to take what we're saying. You know what I mean? And favor forces the bows. So sometimes it seems like the bows niggas is winning. But the ones that us are trying to be respectful and kind and nice, it don't feel like we winning in that apartment. I've had, I've had but I want a respectful up. man. You sure, sis? I've had, is you sure? I've had men come up and I couldn't do nothing but just laugh and say, is this really, should I record you now? Because yes. this is really happening. I've had men come up and say, listen, I know you want this. They said there's I, nothing harmless about flirting. Listen, listen, listen. I, I know exactly what you need. You look like the type of women that need this right here and they're having my pants. Like, really? Yeah. Like, I don't look like I need money. But that's, I I need to pay but I, I'm going to speak for men, men, not all men, but I'm going to speak for men. And that comes from other women. See, a lot of times the women we think we're dealing with is taking personal what's happening. But if I've dealt with 10 women and nine just let me have my way, what do you think I'm going to try to do with you? You know what I mean? And women do the same thing. <laughs> Y'all dealt with men who are a certain way. So as soon as you deal with me, you're just kind of, you have your guard up that this is a possibility. See, this is why, this is I why think, I like Chris Rock. Let me see if I can find it. Okay, so while he's looking for that, I think this is why we started the show off by saying the emotional intelligence and the shadow work, they go hand in hand. Because now, yeah. if I'm flirting and I just like to give people my good energy without giving them the package, I set the prisons for that. Like, I have to know who I'm flirting with. I have to know who's able to handle this and who can't. What room am I walking in? Now I know not to end up in random yeah. people's inboxes yeah. because I realize it can go way left, even though I'm trying to go straight and they want me to go left. 
but I but I think also a lot that's being undercover is men have not had a voice for a long time. And I think a lot of our representation was women. So women were deciding this is what turned men on. Men love this, men love that. And we ain't never said or co-signed none of these things. So I love nerdy librarians. So no, you, I want to say, say here. I want to say here. You know how to have your shit all out. I can't find the segment, but I love comedians because they take the realest things and make the, the truest things make and make them is. funny. Yeah. So Chris Rock said on his stand-up, no man is nice for the sake of being nice. Now, I know it's an exaggeration. I know it's an exaggeration, but he says, you know, hey, can I get your bags? How about some D? Can, can, I, can, I, carry, can I carry this for you? How about some D? Because in the back of our mind, even Dave Chappelle says, you know, when they're on the elevator, and they see an attractive woman get on the elevator. What's actually going on in the thoughts? So when you watch that skit, it's like the most grotesque, nastiest things that are going. So even in that, like you said, it's manipulation. Oh, I'm just being friendly. Yeah. No, come yeah. on, bro. You so you trying to holler? Yeah. So, so men, they they want to naturally are uh, being nice with the ten topes for package to see yes. where they can go. Okay, see how far they can go. Because once we get in the door, we in there. See, that's the difference with men and women. Like a man will leave for petty little reasons. This you is flirt with other men, they'll leave. But a man, once he feels like he's gotten in with that woman, he he's in there. Let's hear this one. A man will be a man. A man is basically as faithful as his options. That's real. <laughs> doesn't know what a real man is or never experienced a real man won't understand that. Hmm. I disagree. I think a lot of people have this expectation that since I'm being a good person, I have to be good to you. If you, you have to teach me somewhat of how to treat you. So if you don't respect yourself, it's going to be hard for me to respect you. And a lot of people are just trying to demand respect. Again, manipulation. But no, I, you have to show me how to respect you and that you respect yourself and that's before what I even think about respecting you. And that's what I was saying last hour is that when two people come together or when you come together in a group, you're coming together with a whole lifestyle before you even knew this person. So you have your own ide ideology, your own ideas. So I think it, in a group or in a one-on-one, -on -one, we're all teaching each other how to treat each other yeah. in that aspect. So you shouldn't just be so quick to always, oh, we don't agree. So let me just throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah. There should be a learning curve there. I agree. I agree. Um, but I mean, that could be a tell too, if you want to leave that quickly. I don't think we always need an excuse to stay <laughs> because why aren't we already moving in a way that I would want to be here? Why we got to find reasons to stay? Oh, we got a kid. Oh, we in a relationship. Oh, we live together. Those, right. those, those, that's not principle. That's not yeah. love. That sounds like obligation. Right. So I met, I met a woman the other day, um, on social media. She called me for birth work. 
Um, she starts telling me about her situation, and she is with a man. I'm secretly married to him. Um, I think a couple people in her family knows, but her mother doesn't know. So he tells, uh, this is when he talks to his her children. I'm kind of nervous for her, but he told the daughter, um, I guess she had done something, and then she said something about his character, and now he's like, well, you can never come around me again because of, the way that you are and this and that and the other yeah. like he's already treating this family super mean and stuff like that i forgot why i was going into that yeah <laughs> nah but I, and what i got from what you're saying is i i think that is our highest self we oh, always relationship have... you're saying we stay together for relationships so this yeah. woman is pregnant by this man mm. so but all of the, the disruption he's causing within her household she's still staying with him yeah even though it's not her place. She's choosing to, to stay there with him. Something that he does, I, mean, I was telling her over this on the phone, something that he does still equals love to her, mm. which is why that shadow work is so good. Something he does yeah. regularly still says love because it's all of this hurt. It's all of this pain he's causing you and your I children. I like that. But I, it's one thing that says, oh, I think he still loves me because why else would you stay here underneath this type of condition? Because it's too embarrassing to leave and deal with it and address it. That's why it's a secret. But but this is a good <laughs> I, I, I like I like the caveat that Wally brings to the table is that because we still cannot define love, right? You know, some people say it's long suffering, some people say it's this, it's that sacrifice, all these things. But this is why some people don't walk away, is because in their heart and in their mind, they say, I still love this person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's not a logical thing where it says, okay, you're checking off all these check marks, these bad check marks. Yeah. So now because you've checked off all these bad check marks, I'm gonna leave. Sometimes we do deal with people based on the hope of this person will change. Mario says, wait a minute. Some of us men just want to vibe out and see uh, where their head is before we even consider going further. It's true that some men are just nice because it feels good. And then it goes back to on both sides, Mario. Um, men and women sometimes build based off of potential. I see the potential of what you could be. I think where it goes wrong is when you try to change that person. That person from the inside out has to want to be this person or the idea of this person that they want to be. So you really, this is where communication comes at, where he says, where do you see yourself in five years? What are your goals? What are your plans? Because then yeah. that person, you're drawing out from that person what they want, not what you want. You can't look at this person as, okay, they graduated from college, they got a good job. I can make them into the person that I want them to be. Hell no, that's where you're gonna fail yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to draw from that person what they want and then decide based on their goals and dreams, I can deal with that and I wanna ride this out. And I'm gonna have to interject because <coughs> to me, love definitely has a definition and we know what love isn't. So you definitely know what love is, but love to me is trust, giving somebody the ability to hurt you and trusting that they don't. And we've just, mm. we just lived these lies. We have, we're so embarrassed to leave. So we call it love. We're so embarrassed that this couple does this and we don't. So we call it love, but it's really infatuation. It's obligation. So that's why you're still living that lie. Cause every night you say, I love you instead of saying, I'm obligated to you. Tell the truth. I Everything know. ain't love just cause it make you feel good either. <laughs> <laughs> that definition is A lot of people don't know what love is. If you don't love yourself, you don't know what love is. But that definition mm. is problematic because we as humans are fallible. So, I mean, of course you trust me not to hurt you, but going into it, like, you're going to fail me at, at some right. point. Right, so then love will be me forgiving you or me staying with you even though I like that. Right? I like that. I do like that. <laughs> it's all steps. It's never one right, thing. Right, right, right. Yeah, there's I levels like to yeah. everything. But that's what I'm saying, to, to, to reduce it to one definition. It has to, though, because it's trust. What else would it be? It's trust. Yeah. 
That's, that's what relationships are in a nutshell. This is why so many are going wrong because there's no trust. But again, you are finding reasons to stay together. That's a bad relationship. Yeah. There should be no reasons that we part. That's why we're together. Auntie, Not, we got to find 10 reasons every day. Yeah, why listen, we want to be I know together. you guys can find this problematic, but listen, <laughs> Auntie M didn't trust Uncle Jake, but she stayed with him because she loved him. She did. I, and, that's and, not love. Man. And you, like, you can say that. I, so I get it. I get it. You, you can say that. You can say that. Who didn't say it didn't happen? No, 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 no. Sticking around ain't love. Just because you stick around, don't y'all like love. But in her heart, she she loved Uncle Jake. I disagree. I'm trying to tell you that it was not love. I'm just trying to tell you that it is a again. It's a shot to work. It's something that happened in her childhood. Something that happened in her youth. Something that she's been carrying that marker, and she's holding him in that space. So he does one thing, right? It could be flowers every Tuesday. It could be making the bed. It could be one thing, but all of the horrible things that makes you, because trust, that's a whole mental mind fuck. Like to have to be looking over your shoulder, that's fight yeah. or flight constantly. You're in fight or flight. That's not her. How was that anybody. love? How was that? <laughs> right. Who wants that kind because, of love? Because that sounds in order terrible. to love a person, you have to love with himself. Okay. You I, have I, a checkup. I believe like this. If, if this, I'm not here to question your beliefs or anything, but. Jesus already knew we was going to mess up the bag. So he said, listen, I'm going to die for y'all anyway. You know what I'm saying? He already knew. Humans are going to mess up the bag, but God, send me down here so I can die. So that's why the whole biblical verse says, no greater love have no man than this than one will lay down his life for his friend. Even though I know you ain't going to appreciate it, I'm going to step in front of the bullet for you. You know what I'm saying? So that's not even a trust thing. It's like, I, I love you. I care for you. I love you. Saying, the greatest, Whitney taught us this. The greatest love you can achieve is loving yourself. So that saying doesn't even make sense. So, <laughs> so, 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 right or wrong, you wouldn't jump in front of the bullet for your child? Yeah, that's not my friend, though. Remember, you're saying that you just said. So, love is, love love is all the time. I don't love my I'm friend not, the same way I love my kids. I, I hope people don't. Love has levels, and love can be conditional. Love can also be unconditional. I have no unconditional love for my friends. I never will. I have all unconditional love for my kids. How is that the same love, thing? Love can't be universal. I mean, I don't, you don't have to be blood. I don't. Have I didn't to say love wasn't universal. I said love's not the same. You're trying to it's define but, but you, two but different loves for two did. different people. But, but ten minutes ago, you reduced that to one definition. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. It can be, it can, what else is important in a relationship and trust? I can't be with you all day. See, this is why people need locations. This is why people call their spouse every ten minutes. That's not love. Right. If I can't trust that's that you're out there doing the right thing. So, so how can love grow in that? I get, I get that. That's what, you're trying to have saying, two things at once that negate each other. No, I'm not. So, so let me break it down again. Okay. So we got Auntie M and Uncle Jake, but we got Grandma over here, where basically her grandson keeps stealing money out of her pocket, out of her pocketbook. You know what I'm saying? She knows it's hurting her. But she ain't gonna be like, I'm cutting him off. She constantly tries to work with him. That's love. So the same way, again, equivalent that. I know you out here in these streets playing me, but I'm still got your plate. I, I still got I still got still got your when I'm look at the equivalent. You're telling okay, me that I can't equivalent. define look, love in one word, but you literally I'm, just defined it in one but word. But it's not a it's not a trust situation. So as Jay-Z broke it down, you must love me. He's going through three different scenarios. I shot my brother. There's no reason if I if I really loved him. I wouldn't have shot my brother, but in the next day in the hospital, you asking to come see me. There's no reason why you should be wanting to come see me. I've wronged you. You how must can, love me. How can you determine that? For you somebody? must. How love can me. you decide where someone's going I to take something mom, to happen to them? Mom, I sold you crack. 
he's, he's, he's pouring out his soul. Like all these things that why you should not have trusted me. I did all these things, but you still did for me. You still care for me despite of the things that I've done. That's love, my brother. I don't understand how any of anything you just said connects to any of the other. What no, no, None of that makes zero sense. You're for saying one, it doesn't. For, because for one, you decided that me choosing to stay was love, which is false. If you're an alcoholic and I'm hanging around you, my love for you could be cutting you off and no longer enabling you to be drunk. So how can and you I say think. choosing to stay is love? Again, what I'm saying is that makes it false. I'm choosing to care for you beyond the conditions. I can care for you on the other side of the world. That's, I don't have to be close to you to care that's, for you. That's your perception. But that's, that's why your it's perception. false. You're saying that's it's obligation. Not you're saying I have to be here to love you. I didn't say you have to do anything. You did. I, I did not. That's like Big Mama cutting them choice. off. If she decides not to cut them off, it's because she loves them. Sam. You literally just you're not hearing that. You're not hearing it. So if she so if she cuts the kid no, off, she doesn't I, love him. Let, let, let me finish. Because you're not answering none of my questions. I'm trying to. So what I'm saying is, love is a choice. That's what I'm saying. You don't have to do anything. So therefore, even you could be playing me. If somebody, if you're in trouble, I'm still going to look out for you. But do you see that's how a that's different that's a than the analogy that I'm making? The analogy you I gave, gave you. you get you, you said Big Mama is. You said Big Mama is going. The, the grandkid is going in Big Mama's purse. Big Mama could decide to cut him off. Big Mama doesn't. That's her loving. That's literally what you I said. said. She made a choice. No, you I'm, said it after. But again, in the beginning, if, if all you of my said her just, choosing to stay is love, it's not. No, she can no, cut them off. All of my knowledge is not enough. You just don't want to hear me, my brother. Go ahead. That's going to be your. My point is, you can still cut someone off and love them. You choosing to keep them around is not love. Love is a choice. That's what Summer said. That's what I was that's trying what to say. That's what I'm saying. saying. But, 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 but this is to... what you're saying because you took one scenario where it can happen. Love can happen in any scenario. So, again, I gave you the first Loving yourself is probably the greatest love you can achieve because it's hard to love self. It is the greatest love you can achieve. You have to get yourself out of the bed. You have to get yourself out in the cold. You have to get yourself breakfast. You have to make sure you have enough water. You have to make sure you're whole in hell. That is the ultimate self-love like you have to really go through all those so again so love the definition an intense feeling of deep affection a great interest of and pleasure in something a feel deep affection for someone or like or enjoy very much okay so these are the Is trust anywhere in there Hold on that's my definition okay no, not there, there we go you asked me my definition <laughs> 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 what was your definition did a you person, even have a definition a person or a thing that one about? loves and <laughs> wait wait where did i did i leave i think that's all of where them. does it say you have to stick around no <laughs> now, 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 now you're spinning your now, now you're spinning that was your analogy. Now you're spinning, Tim. That was your analogy. No, it's not my analogy. Okay. I, Grandma I said, doesn't cut them off. That's because of love. That's literally what you said. I could cut someone off and still love them. All I said, Tim, no, what I said was, grandson is going to in her purse so the humanistic thing is to say i'm going to cut grandson off no i'm not no nope. i'm going to still provide for him a place to stay i'm still going to cook for him that's i'm still going to look insane. out I mean, for him I mean, that's that what I'm is, saying. That the humanistic thing so, is not to cut people it, off that's the perspective of one person uh, and that's that anecdotal oh i don't think to cut people off in that situation and you, that seems very it seems like a mental mind fuck like to be able to say you're my family. You're my blood. You can treat me as dirty as anybody off the street, and I'm still gonna be good for you. That's not. No, that's I not. That's you not loving listen, yourself. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta spend it, 
the no, day, no. man. Listen, I get I, it though. Listen, I, I am saying exactly the as as I as I hear it come across. So I'm not putting words in your mouth. When if you telling me as a mom, as I get older, I need to be prepared for people to steal from me and still take care of them. I'm telling you, I'm going to be mentally out of my mind. If mm. I do that, I'm insane because how can I live in peace and happiness and, and that's all connected to love and still have you fuck me over? We're not saying that grandma didn't deal with grandson any differently. We're not saying that. We're saying that, hey, I know you, I understand you, and I love you. So therefore, I'm not going to keep giving you money, but I'm still, you can still stay well, here. Well, because I'm stealing it from you. You don't have to give it from you. Exactly. <laughs> no, no. That's I, why I don't understand I, this analogy I, she, 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 I, I, I get that you're trying to put me wrong. So, right. So let's, I just let's, don't let's go to, no, no, let's, 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 when you deal with somebody, you deal with them differently, but that doesn't mean you still don't care about them. You don't look out for them. So that is therefore a choice because I could come from a humanistic standpoint and say, I could treat you accordingly to how you treat me, which goes for a tit for tat of matching energy. A lot of times we do that as humans. You but keep on using this word human instead of something. And wait, wait, and wait, time out. How does this not fit into my destination of giving someone the ability to hurt you, but trusting that they don't? How is literally your analogy not describe my definition? Well, we're talking about an action right now. So love is an action word too. Do you agree or do you not agree? But you still ain't well, answering my question. I, 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 how does what you're I, saying I, not describe my definition I think you're trying to twist me up, but I'm just asking you. I'm asking you a question. Is love an action word? Yes. Okay. So can you answer my question now? How does what you just explained not explain my definition of love? I didn't say it didn't, but you, you Yes, you did. Tim, I just said you can't <laughs> reduce it to that. That's all I said. So that's saying it doesn't. Either it does or it doesn't. You can't find the middle and say sometimes it does. Either it does or it, it doesn't. doesn't. Reduce it to one aspect. I never Love said it was one thing. aspect. So that, but then I just all I just said was, where well, we agree and we meet in the in the middle of the road. Love is a choice. That's all I'm saying. Love is a choice. But, but no one's this. I'm not saying you're wrong, bro. What I'm saying I never said is, you're wrong, and that's where the defense is coming in. I never said you were wrong. I don't say you did but, say I was wrong. But I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just, I like I'm just basically. I said how I said no because because I still don't understand. I'm fine. I still don't understand. I don't understand the outline of creating this obligation. That's infatuation to me. That's manipulation. Saying I'm your family. I do this for you. So that's love. Okay, to answer Wiley, I'm not going to be a doormat. Okay, so let's let's get that straight. I'm not going to be a doormat. But at the same time, I'm not going to cut my children off because they wronged me, right? But I'm you not, can't call them. I'm not going to cut I'm my life is, off. That's not because, love. And I'm not. I'm not. You're let me let me let me stop love. playing that with the crowd. Let me stop playing because that's that, that was manipulation Thank right there. I didn't say it was an obligation. No, I'm saying that's love. That's not love. I'm saying it's obligation. It's okay. Oh, I'm calm. This is how I talk. Everything now is too much. We just. I didn't say it was too much. It's calm. Too. It was too much. I'm fine. I just said it was a choice. That's and no one who has disagreed that, and it's the tip time you said it. Who has who has disagreed with that? Well, we, we can move on because I'm gonna stand on that's that. all I'm we, saying. We you're, you're describing obligation. This is why a lot of people think they're in love and they're not. You're describing obligation. Well, I love. can't say in I love do is different for you, between so love. I love you. In I love cannot is tell you what I do for you. There's a difference between that and love. In love and being. If I gotta explain to you what I do for you, that's not love. I'm trying to. I'm. That's the same thing that he said. People don't see the grace until you point it out to them. If I have to point out, that's not love. Agree. (laughs) Agree. So therefore, when I when I perform an action, I don't need to spell this out for you. But there are acts of love. This is why we have the love languages. Am I right or wrong? Which is not written for black people, by the way. Okay. Okay. Well, he's he's referenced. He's he's referenced these five love languages as well. You can't pick and choose. Why? Come on now. Listen, listen, I'm I'm only saying to 
educate. I'm not in this battle. You understand? Because I'm I, I live free. I'm a lone ranger. Okay. <laughs> so Eric says I disagree that love is a choice. Okay. He must think it's something else because he disagrees. I think me. everything is a choice. You just some things you decide whether you want to make that choice or not. It's still a choice though. You can do something different. That's why it's a choice. You have options. If you yes. only had one option, it wouldn't be a choice. It would just be what's designated to you. I feel like this. I'm still searching for the grand definition of, of me because I'm, I go based on feeling so much. So I love a lot of things. I love a lot of people. Uh, but I'm still kind of, I think, in the middle of, like, laying my life for a person that I just met that I really felt You wouldn't. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't, right. right exactly. wouldn't. But still, to still start investing in them and saying, hey, I'm going to give you all of my energy. I'm going to plan mm -hmm. and build with you this empire. It's still like, ooh, how do I know when I get to that place? How do I know when I get there? Perfect, perfect. I feel like yeah. it depends perfect, on, perfect. I I love like it depends on it, what you're looking perfect. for. You know what I mean? It depends on what you see as your end game. And I think that's where we got to start loving ourselves and asking ourselves, where do we really want to end up? Do I want to end up working and, or not working and they work? Do I want to end up living in this neighborhood? Do I want to live on a farm? Like, and those things will attract the type of people we should be looking for. But I feel like there's so many people that we feel don't fit that mold. Mm. We wear these masks. We call things love when it's not. We try to manipulate people into getting what we want. And that, to me, is the absence Thank you. of anything positive. It's and the absence of anything healthy. I would never call that love. Please, if y'all live like that, don't tell me you love okay. me. You can't. And again, let's go back. Let's go back to what Tim said. Let's bring it to, to, to center, because according to, to Tim, I agree. But according to Eric, I agree. Because let's go back a few comments. God doesn't choose to love us. So let's bring that into your example, right? So a person you just met, you can't give your all to that person. You can't just go all out for that person. But a a, a person that you carry for nine months, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. You can easily do it easily because you know this person doesn't have to prove anything to you or anything like that so again this is where the definitions are different this is where love is conditional because you carry this life inside of your belly for nine months so this person has a hey mom can i do the, come out the womb can i do the dishes for you can i help you out no this is a connection that you have but a person that you just met you don't have that unconditional love for, but let's say you go through the trials and the tribulations, the ups and the downs and the things of that nature. They've proven to you over and over again, I'm here for you. I can be there for you. Then after maybe about 10 years, that can almost match. It, can, it won't be the love of your child, but it can almost match to a certain extent. So again, you know, a lot of times we find ourselves in a situation, we don't choose to love a lot of people. But we do. Anyway, we, there's no explanation for it. So this is why I was not disagreeing with Tim. I said, we just can't reduce it to one thing. Because even music, so I love to equivalent things to music. Because it was like, love, so many people use your name in vain. So many people don't know what the hell you are. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not trying to be right. I'm just trying to say, in my opinion, there are so many definitions of it. So again, going back to what we, the, the common theme for the last three weeks, two things can be true. Yeah. And I think that's what proves what I'm saying. I don't need to be right. I'm just right in this situation. But I mean, this is me. Have y'all seen this show? <laughs> I love it. So that proves and it festers in love is unconditionally with your kids in Wally's terms, in, in the birth work that you do. And I wouldn't say that it's easy to form a connection with your kid, even if you're pregnant to them. It's actually one of the hardest things to do. But the reason I believe in unconditional love is because postpartum. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to say you don't love your kid because you're going through postpartum. Right, exactly. You can't, he, he can't comment that's and then not speak. So what, what was the cap about?
Piggybacking off what he said. Okay, when I said the love was cap, yeah, the love was cap. You know what I mean? But that's that's that. That's that's why I say that is the epitome of unconditional love when it comes to your kids. Like I was saying, I'm not going to look at a mother who's going through postpartum and say you don't love your kid. Right. And more women go through postpartum and don't. So it's really not easy to form that connection when your kid first comes in. You had to prove a dude. You love him. You know what I'm saying? Right. But that's why I'm saying it. it, Love also isn't. You can't look at the emotional connection and say this is love because Because emotions lie. If that same child was to steal from me. And continue to steal from me. I would still love them for sure. Yeah, but you I can't stay them. But I would not aid them into thinking that oh, just because I love you, that you can have a place to stay. That is me. not love. We never said that. But that's deep. what a lot of people. That's deep. what a lot of people yeah. do. Well, that's I'm not going to cut them off. That's not love. With the lady that I've met, the the client that's, that was that's kind of like where she was at, and I was letting her know that I I figured out a long time ago because I've been in abusive relationships that when I stayed, it was because it was something that was attached to me still to this person that was hopeful that something would change, something would click, and that they would still stay this other way rather than being this mean way mm. to me. Yeah. I was hoping that my good juju and juices would flow all over them and douse them into goodness. But it didn't work. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. a- and even with, even with my first child, with my child, I did I kept him because one, everybody was trying to force me to uh, give an abortion because of my age. Oh. Mm. But in the back of my mind, I was like, "Hey, this will help unite me and his father," which it never did. Yeah. Um, and so I, I now say that. Eric Miley says you, you're expressing love as an as, yeah, as an action. It can, it can be, be. Like, but but there's a lot of kings throughout history that have killed their Abels. You know, they have killed yeah. their brothers and done bad to their brothers. You can't say that I didn't love my brother. I was just in a state. I was in a bad state. So again, I mean, but you can say you didn't love your brother. That's possible. That's what I mean by love has become an obligation. I have to love you just because we're in the same family. That's not love. We, There's a lot of brothers who don't love each other. Yeah, true, true. So you can't just true. say just because they're brothers that maybe there's love. I'm not there. saying just because we share the same bloodline that we go and automatically love each other. I'm just saying there's been cases where we can't say deeds equivalent to what love is. But we do have to close. So, yeah. so uh, um, I'll, 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 I'll start. I'll start. Um, first of all, I want to thank uh, our guests, Dre and uh, Neighborhood Stepdaddy is in the building, you know what I'm saying, for just observing and seeing the rhetoric. Again, um, this is what makes the show uh, when Tim and I do differ- differentiate in opinions and, and things of that nature. So, you know, of course, but we don't play this up for y'all. This is what you get is what you see is what you get. It is totally real. You know what I'm saying? We don't argue just to get views or anything like that. We do stand on our points. So, um, again, this is Good Friday. Thank you, Summer. Eric, Adrian, Trine, uh, Deshaun, Drea, Drea. Uh, who else is on the check-in? And anybody, Mario, Mario, man, you've been in here this whole time as well. So uh, uh, again, before I pass it off to Wally, share this now. We, we we had so many people on the check-in. I know there are some people that did not hit that like button yet. So if you have not hit the like button already, it doesn't hurt you. You you watched our show for two hours. The least you can do is go ahead and hit the like button and share this on your page. If that's any payment for you know our time and our intellectual property, please do so. Tonight I will be at CJ Soul Food uh, for karaoke. It is a great time. Four hours long, four hours strong. We do this from eight to midnight. It's a good time. I play R&B, family music, and we celebrate the best birthdays in the city. So I'm Yanti's favorite DJ. See y'all next week. Go ahead, Wally. 
it's your girl Wally. And listen, thank y'all for holding me down. Thank you for allowing me to um, bring my accent on the stage today and share it with all of you. Much appreciation. And listen, love yourself because it's only one you out there, okay? And mm. even with the technology, we can't create another you. So the, you have to start with himself first, man. And I appreciate all of you. Love is the key. Yes, it is. I'm sure. The show today was freaking amazing and this is why i like when people see this in real time and this is what i was referring to on the show like me and delane love each other but it's, it has to look like this sometimes love is not always agreeing with people love is not always doing what they want to do sometimes love is challenging people sometimes love is standing on how you feel but that love is also letting it go <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. you know what i mean so all of these things to me are a healthy relationship this is why the show gives y'all so many different dynamics that you should be paying attention in real life. We got to stop getting so down on ourselves when we experience certain things, especially when we know the love is real. Because if you live through love, you're going to put love in everything you do, you dig? So this show is just an extension of who we are as people, and we need people to understand that. Like, this is how we are. This is what we do in the real world. And this is just to inspire and encourage y'all to be yourself. Mm. Don't change who you are to get that love. Don't force that love on your career, on your job. Actually find things that put you in your highest excitement. Find things that make you smile. Date people that you're proud of, that you want to tell people. Mm -hmm. You dig? Like, move in a way that you want your kids to move in. And to me, that's that's the ultimate love. You dig? It's just putting good into the world. Like, everybody has an opinion. Everybody has a perspective. That's why everyone needs a voice. Because we mm -hmm. need to hear how everybody feels. And all in this show is more so about agreeing than <laughs> <And> disagreeing. <laughs> right, right, right. Or coming to the middle ground. Yeah. Two, as as the saying, the common theme is two things can be true. Yeah. So we just take different routes to get there. Absolutely. And and we need that. Because y'all will get bored if we just all was yes people and agree yeah. with everything that each other said and everything y'all say in the comments. Because we're gonna get rough with y'all too. You did like because <laughs> we all need this, man. We've been so complacent on each other, we've been so Completeness, mediocre, you dig? And this is something my mentor tells me that sticks with me forever. He said, monetize your greatness. That is 2024. Monetize your greatness. The things you're great at, the people who are you're great with, give them everything. Give, spend a year. Give them everything. Give them your time. Give them your attention. Give them your transparency. Give them your truth. And to me, that is that's the best love you can give them, you dig? And when it's time for y'all to go y'all separate ways, you hug them, you love them, you send them on their way, send them with a care package, you check on them, but do your thing, you dig? Yeah, definitely. So we hey, love y'all, we out. Brandon Jacobs uh, just said uh, the song selection is, I want to know what love is. <laughs> I want to know what love is. This was a dope show, man. Big ups to everybody. Um, man, y'all be easy. Peace.